welcome to the I'm sorry. <laughs> welcome to the Brain Boggled podcast where normally we talk about the lack of innovation in t-shirt folding technology. But today we're going to go off topic a bit and talk about dreams. Honestly, dreams. like all they've ever come up with is like that stupid little cardboard thing that's sort of shaped like a shirt and you're supposed to fold over it. I know. Like we don't have anything better than that. Come on. I've seen Brian, we've like talked about those this for the crazy last... plastic Oh yeah, yeah. See me, but no, I've seen those a lot recently, and um, they like, you know, what I'm talking about. Yeah, they're don't. They're like these (laughs) little plastic things that. But you know what? Still, we need better innovation. So yeah, boys, we're we're gonna be talking about dreams today. Dreams, and it's pretty fitting because I'm tired. Get out of my dreams (laughs) and into my car. Because because I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm all tired, baby. I'm so tired, <laughs> Mr. Clemens. Uh, anyway, before we get started, I think we should all introduce ourselves. Mm. Ooh, sounds good. Sounds good. I am your bedtime bee, Bobby. Oh, mm. Adorable. I am. Adorable. I am your smashing that snooze button Whoa. bee, Brent. Oh. I'm a little tired, baby. <laughs> I am your uh, jarred awake. Jay. Oh, nice use of vocabulary, Jack. I like thank it. Thank you. Thank you. I like thank you. Oh, I tried jump. to act out. I'm actually sitting on my bed, so I tried to act out becoming jarred awake. Oh, my God. I almost knocked over my microphone. So There's a word it. for it for when you get, like, startled awake. Yeah. I forget what it is, but... um, I also forget. Yeah, today we're talking about dreams. Bobby's yes. wanting a lot of dreams. I love dreams. I always um, try to remember my dreams and forget them. I started to write them down um, mm. like a years ago. A years oh, ago? You got like a dream diary now? Don't. I mean, I think I have by di- I think I have like two. <laughs> I've had like, dream diaries on and off on. over the years. Like, like I used to keep one in high school. I have no idea where it is. Probably my attic. I almost looked for it, yeah. but I found some dream notes on my phone that, that I thought were pretty funny um, nice. from like four years ago. Surprisingly hard to remember dreams that weren't nightmares, though. Yeah, I think that's something yeah. to do with the with the fact that like um, negative emotions are a lot easier to remember than positive ones. Right. They're like more impactful. Yeah. Like, I think that's a trend that I've seen just in general. Yeah, that must be like some sort of like survival instinct thing left over from our like lizard brains where it's like <laughs> that thing that almost killed me before gotta remember that don't want to do that again yeah probably uh, well we got a lot to go through today so let's get into it i'm really excited because we're going to be yeah, sharing yeah, some yeah. of our dreams and nightmares that we've had we're going to be talking about the science the history and uh the meaning of dreams so let's dive right into the dream cloud let's dive in boys let's get right into the dreams let's get roll do you watch GameStar? <laughs> yes. Killer GameStar. I know of that only from this podcast and you guys saying that. It's like, I don't oh. even know what it is, but Let's I know it because get... we brought it up like Aww. at least three times. Oh, man. He's the, he's um, the news guy on YouTube. He's real He's weird. the news guy who also says the N-word a bunch and he's white. Oh, no. Oh, he, doesn't say the N-word. he doesn't say the N-word Get anymore. Get out of here. But there are a bunch of clips. <laughs> oh, okay. He's, he's there are a bunch of clips when he was younger. Not he anymore. is awful. He is an awful Not person. anymore. Regardless of that, he's awful. Um, yeah, he is an awful That person. just pushes him past the, the edge, but... Yeah. So, did you guys know that the average person dreams for six years of their life in total? Like, when I'm 95 and dead, six of those years will be will be dreams? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I think the average male 
lifespan in America is like 78 or something like that. I'm going to be 95, though, Bob. So, right. so no, I will just too. like just lop off six years of those because they weren't real. <laughs> they were oh. all in your mind. Yeah, actually, yeah, she died at 72. Hot take. Um, okay. Those were the only real years. Oh. The, one, the 91 Na-na-na. years were... Oh, wait, why am I bad at math? Those were the dream. The 89, 89 years, years. Were, the, were the dream. Yeah. <laughs> the American dream. So anyway, it's so six years of our life. So it's really surprising that for something that we spend so much of our time doing, we know so little about. The meaning and purpose of dreams are not fully understood, but they've been a topic of scientific, philosophical and religious debate throughout history. Dreams usually take place in the rapid eye movement stage of sleep or REM sleep, as you may have heard. At times, I feel fine. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. REM. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Are you talking REM? Re me? <laughs> I don't know what this is. I think I saw REM when I was a kid by accident. Do you not know what the band REM is, Jack? DMX. Not DMX, REM. <laughs> I'm just saying shit. X gonna give it to you. What? Um, X gonna give it to you. Gonna give DMC. it to you. Run DMC? No, I have no idea. No, they do that song. It's the, the end of the world as we know it. Oh. I feel fine. Yeah, I think me and yeah, Ben that. actually went to a, a concert and we accidentally saw R.E.M., which was interesting. <laughs> um, really? Yeah, they That's like opened s- up for Green Day. Weird. That's strange. That seems really bizarre to me, but I'm, I'm also going to old. a Green Day concert and then accidentally seeing R.E.M.? I could be wrong. I mean, Ben's corrected me like five times. I used to think it was the Killers, and then he's like, "Oh no, it's REM." But maybe it's not REM. Anyway, REM and the Killers are very different. They are very different. <laughs> so at times, dreams may occur during other stages of sleep. However, these dreams tend to be much less vivid and memorable. The length of a single dream can vary. They may last from a few seconds to thirty minutes. The average person has three to five dreams per night. Some, 30 minutes yeah 30 minutes and some that may have up to seven so that must be such a long dream yeah right because sometimes like you you probably heard this like some people say that your dreams that may feel like hours long may actually only be like 10 or 12 seconds in, yeah, in reality only a few seconds so basically most dreams are immediately forgotten when you wake up People are more likely to remember a dream, though, if they're woken up in the middle of REM sleep. <clears throat> so if you ever wake up, like, in the middle of a really intense dream, and you, like... That's why you remember nightmares. Exactly. Because they wake you up. Oh! That's <gasps> why you remember nightmares, because they wake you... Yeah, Oh, my exactly. God, you're on to something. Boys, we done stepped in it there, didn't we? We just we just <laughs> solved it. We solved it. We solved everything. So we walked right into that one, didn't we? Are we gonna shift yeah. over to like a scientific research podcast? Because what do you mean? What do you mean shift over? What? We're, we're discovering what we things. Are. We we might as well be like like a report on scientific studies. Honestly, yeah, we're right up there with Isaac Newton and Einstein right now. Like. Seriously. Like, who, Einstein who, baby? Like, <laughs> BB and J. That's My little brother <laughs> has said if he ever becomes, like, a research scientist, he wants... As you say, is that what he's trying to do? Or does he think he's just going to, like, fall down some stairs and wake up in a lab? Well, so he... Well, he's recently... He recently committed to a school um, oh. college. So he... Congratulations. He, yeah, congratulations. I'll, uh, I'll pass on the <laughs> message. Yeah, because he doesn't but, listen. Yeah. <laughs> the bastard but he um 
He is going in undecided because he doesn't know what he wants to do. Like he's so he's so undecided. He has Honestly, no though, idea good for what him. he wants to do. That's what you got to um, do because you never know. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, if he ends up going into a science or something, like, it's one of the things he would want to do is go into research science, and specifically, he wants to, he wants to figure out, like, like, unconscious, I don't know if it's unconscious, learn, I don't know what the phrase is, but basically, learning while you're asleep. You know, when you were, like, a little baby, and your parents would put on, like, Baby Einstein, where it would just play, like, music and, and, like, try to teach you things while you were sleeping? Um, He wants to, like, look into that, because he thinks it's interesting. Have you guys ever heard of like those hypnotic beat things that you can like fall asleep to? It's supposed to like synchronize your like brain waves. Um, I can't do that. It's like oh, no, the same I've thing never... over and over again, right? Yeah, I would it's never like, try it like because a... it would annoy me. But it's just like a noise or a sound or like a, a track or something. That's just like... yeah. It's basically just like a humming, and it's like and it's supposed to like synchronize you as you're I, asleep. I can't like do that. Um, I can't listen to the same thing like that, like right in my ears. Um, because like I will fall asleep on like car trips and stuff all the time. Mm. I'm not driving, obviously. Um, (laughs) I'll fall asleep on car trips all the time and then I'll wake up as soon as we stop because like the car is like movement and like noise of the engine has stopped Mm. or the other night. I didn't have power. I didn't have power. We, we had a huge storm come through, like a mini tornado. Oh, yeah, it's wild. Where we live near near me and Bobby um, in my town. I don't know how badly your town was hit by the storm. Pretty much not at all compared to your um, town. Yeah, but it's freaking, it was like destroyed. It still is because it's only a few days later. Um, but I had lost power. And so obviously I couldn't listen to anything or like watch anything to fall asleep because you know it's 2020 and who doesn't mm-hmm. like imagine imagine going to bed and turning your phone off and just like putting it away and then falling asleep like i would i can never do that <laughs> um and i i legitimately think that there's going to be a lot of sleep issues that keep mm-hmm. coming up be, as people are going their entire because there was a time where like you know i didn't get a smartphone until um my sophomore year of high school so i didn't ha- i would just go to bed like I would yeah. go, like I would read a book and go to bed. Like, what the heck is that? Mm. I've um, always kind of been like that. Yeah. See, for me, like my equivalent experience as an old guy was for the longest time I had nothing, and then eventually I got a TV in my room, mm. and then would start watching TV shows to fall asleep, and that's something that carries over to this day. Mm. Now I have my little, my little iPad shelf. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the iPad shelf. Oh, nice, nice. The, the, the the infamous iPad shelf that I've heard so much about. Yeah, so I just stick it on there and then watch forensic files to fall asleep to within like two seconds of it being on. No, I used to, when I got a TV, I would put on like Family Matters and The Nanny on Nick at Night and I would have to fall asleep to that. And if like George Lopez came on, I would know that I wasn't getting sleep that night. I'm like, it's too late. I can't fall asleep now. <laughs> The it's the George only, Lopez hour. Oh, yeah. by the time, yeah, legitimately, like, at sleepovers and stuff, when George Lopez came on, it was like, or when Adult Swim came on, because there were, spe- there were specific shows that we, that were like an indicator of like the middle of the night. Like, when yeah. Adult, when it, fir- when it first switches to Adult Swim, they, they show like King of the Hill, um, mm-hmm. and stuff like, stuff like that, that's very, and like Family Guy, and yep. that's very, very safe, um, 
and then they slowly get into like weird and then territory. They slowly get weird. Like there's this show that's got his, uh, hillbilly squids called Squidbillies that would play. <laughs> what? Um, that was super weird. And then we, like if we were lucky, we would legitimately. Um, I don't know if anyone does this anymore, but there was a. Um, in the, in the, in the newspaper, there's the mm-hmm. TV guide and I don't know if any, I don't even know if it's still there or if anyone even looks at it, but literally every single weekend I would check the TV guide and go to Cartoon Network and check the adult swim time slot to see if robot chicken was <laughs> on that night so that you couldn't um, watch it. No, because if Robot Chicken was on, me and my friends would try to make a sleepover so that we could all watch Robot Chicken together because we freaking loved Robot Chicken. See, for me and Ben, it was Mansers! Yeah! (laughs) Yeah, Uh, no, when I was growing up, it was uh, one of the uh, OG uh, uh, Adam Carolla, Joe Rogan vehicles, The Man Show, (laughs) which was absolute trash. Yeah, you showed me that. It's so bad. It's such a stupid show. Even then, I hated it. But but then there was also this other show, Insomniac, with David Tell, where he would just, like, mm. go around at cities, like, after midnight and just wander around, like, talking to all, like, the weird drunk people in the streets and stuff. And just <laughs> Wait, that sounds, weird places. Like, that sounds like actually a cool show. There's, like, there's like a there's like hundred YouTube channels mm. that do that now, that just go out to, like... They basically just ripped it off, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they just go and do that. I do like that. I think that's very entertaining. So we were talking about how I think smartphones interrupt sleep. Um, and about, oh, I was going to say, I never want my computer or my TV in the same room as I sleep because mm. I would never sleep. Interesting. Um, I would literally stay on the computer the entire time. Interesting. And so, like, that's one of, I, when I was in college, my dorm, my bed would be lofted above my computer. So like, mm-hmm. I couldn't even see my computer when I was in bed. Um, and wow. I never want to get like a TV or anything that like, like I, 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 I never wanted like, I never like, cause I see, I saw a ton of people in their rooms who would have their like computer screens or stuff set up so that they could see it from their bed. Mm. I don't want to do that. You have a TV only... in your room? God, no. Interesting. I can't. I, I obviously do. Yeah, mm. I can see it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, um, the, like, cause the only thing, like. The only thing is that, like, I get tired of, like, holding my phone and stuff. Yeah. And so then I'll eventually, like, I'll eventually put it to the side and, like, just listen to it or, like, turn it off completely because I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm just tired of holding my phone. And I See, use I, that as, like, a I crush. have always, ever since I was little, I've always needed a fan to sleep. So the way I, like, go to bed is I'll put on my fan and then it just <laughs> knocks me out. Well, usually I take melatonin as well because I have a hard time getting to sleep. I need a sleep. fan, yeah. I need a fan for sure. Yeah, when, it's that noise. The, it's oh, so nice. Oh, I was nice. talking about the power outage. When the power right, was right. out, I had a generator going that was keeping my fridge on. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I did, we just have my dad's a carpenter, so we just have a little generator, um, like a little portable one. We don't have like a house one that's like big. Um, if we if we have not if we don't have power for a long time, he'll like plug it into the house and like turn on specific like out rooms outlets and stuff, so we can mm-hmm. do that. But this is only a few days. So I would, I was li- basically, my whole point is I was listening to the generator running and that helped me sleep as if it was like a car thing because mm-hmm. I cannot sleep in dead silence. Yeah, all. no, same. Couldn't, couldn't yeah. do it. Same here. I have tinnitus too. So I got like constant oh, ringing yeah. in my oh, ears. Yeah. 
So like I need something or else that's all I hear and it's hard not to focus on it when mm. yeah. there's nothing else going on. A few years ago when I went on tour, like around like the New England area, we were in like we were sleeping in a car, like a Ford Escape. Mm-hmm. And obviously I had no way to use a fan. So I was like, I couldn't fall asleep. So eventually I found a YouTube video of just fan sounds and oh, uh, so <laughs> I would just put it on and listen to it. <laughs> it was weird like- hearing it, but not feeling the the wind. Um, all right, yeah. but we got a lot to go all through. Right, dreams, dreams, dreams. We're going back. We're going back and we're getting back on track here. So I have a question for you boys. Yes. How often do you guys remember your dreams like each week? Um, I'll remember my dreams probably every other night. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Probably half of my dreams. I remember. I would say I forget most of mine. I almost never remember my dreams. It's pretty rare. I would say maybe once a week, maybe once every other week. That's oh, okay. about it. I remember them into the day, but then I forget. Like, like if you ask me what my dream was two days ago, I have no idea. Yeah, like you'll remember like the vibe of the dream almost. Yeah. Like the way you felt in the dream, but not what it was specifically about. Yeah. So Sometimes I'll I, remember uh, like the gist, but not the people. Like I'll be like, I know I was like at a supermarket, but I don't remember who was there. And I'll just like weirdly fill in the blanks. Um, so one thing I wanted to talk about, so if you didn't hear me, I, I basically remember like my dreams probably once or twice a week. Usually that's pretty, pretty reliable for me, but I'll kind of go in like patterns where it'll, sometimes I won't have remember a dream for like months and then I'll have like a lot of dreams in a few weeks. And then again, like a couple months without dreams. Um, so like you were kind of just talking about Jack, like while you're like awake during the day, you know, how sometimes you just like remember a dream and you're like, it just pops into your head. You're like, Oh, that I had that dream once that I was on a pirate ship in a weird volcano or something. So I was thinking about this and, and this is like something that I didn't see anywhere online, but I kind of like think about sometimes. Sometimes when I remember an old dream that I think I had when I was a kid. I wonder if like I actually had it last night and it just popped into my head and it like because dreams are so strange that I think that I it was from when I was a kid, but in actuality I just had that dream. Has that ever like occurred to you guys? Um like a dream that you thought was a memory? Like yeah, I mean, do you remember old dreams from when you were a kid? I have one dream from a childhood that I remember. Um, oh, no, actually, I have three now that I, I well, I have one dream and two nightmares that I remember. from mm. a kid. Oh, we'll definitely remember those because we'll, we'll get to that. But yeah. like, yeah, 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 I have a lot of dreams that that I remember from being a kid. And so I don't know. Sometimes I wonder, like, did I really have those dreams when I was a kid or did I have them when I was older and something some weird connection made me believe that I had them when I was a kid. I guess that's why you got to keep a dream journal because otherwise you won't know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I can't say myself whether or not that's true or not. I can only remember really one dream I've had that I had when I was younger. And yeah, it, it, I'm pretty sure it was from when I was younger just because this context of the dream is so specific to my childhood mm-hmm. that, um, 
it seems more likely it would have happened then because like i had to like google in my like adult years like some of like the things from it because i'm like what was that show like <laughs> i sort of remember this show maybe was it that weird elephant show that you hated yes well it, yeah i mean i didn't hate the show but um we'll get to the dream i guess when we okay. get there but you know the dream oh obviously. i'm so excited i'm so excited <laughs> yeah definitely oh, yeah. That sounds interesting. i can't wait to get to the, the part where we talk about our dreams so yeah. I just wanted to talk about that a little bit because it's just interesting to me. And a lot of people, uh, so most people forget their dreams as soon as like 90 seconds after they wake up. And by the afternoon, for most people, the memories of your latest dream can be just completely gone. So there are ways to improve your dream memory, such as like writing them in a dream, dream journal. Um, and you have to like do it pretty much like right when you wake up. Or uh, by trying to memorize the dream uh, you, you can basically try This is a weird thing that I heard online. If you get or remain in the same exact position that you were sleeping in, you're more likely to remember the dream you were having that night. Which is how kinda, am I supposed to know that? What if I can't remember? I don't know. I guess it's just like if you wake up, just don't move. <laughs> don't move. Although that's pretty hard to do. Yeah. You're like, like naturally move around. I think I'll th- I think I move around a lot before I even like realize I'm awake. I kind of think I do that too. Like just like a stretch, and then you're like, oh, I'm awake. Yeah. Um. So I want to hand it off to Brent now because I want to talk about the historical beliefs of dreams. Because you know we're gonna get into the science of dreams, but before science kind of had its take on dreams, there was. A different understanding of what dreams may have been so brent take it away all right so yeah um we're gonna ser- sort of dive back as far back as we know of um specific instances of uh, dreams and dream interpretation from history and kind of work our way up Ooh. so we're gonna start back in honestly probably like the first one of the first civilizations in recorded history back in mesopotamia oh damn um, so we're heading back to the ancient Sumerians of Mesopotamia in uh, 3100 BC. They There's evidence that um, they had uh, dream interpretations and that was like a big part of their culture. Oh, really? So, yeah. So uh, throughout Mesopotamian history, dreams were always held to be extremely important for divination, which is a fancy word for saying uh, foreseeing, foretelling, predicting, or prophecies, ah. basically. So if you've ever played D&D and you have a, a mage who specializes in divination, it's, you know, predictive or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, uh, Mesopotamian kings in particular paid very close attention to these, uh, to dreams as sort of portends of the future. One king in particular, this guy, Gadea, the king of uh, the Sumerian city-state Lagash, um, he reigned between um, the years um, 2144 and uh, 2124 BC. It always confuses me that BC counts up and then, yeah. you know. It like switches. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and then flips once you get to AD. But um, so this guy, uh, Gadel, Gudel, not, Ga- not Gal Gadel. Not Gal Gadel. G- no, Gudea. Gudea. Did you know her name is Gadot and you pronounce the T? Wait, you oh, do? Oh, okay. Because her name is Iranian or something. Her name, her name is is yeah. Her name you pronounce the T. Gal Gadot oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is is she Iranian or is she Israeli? I thought she was Israeli. She's Wonder Woman. She's she's a uh, what's the Amazonian? Amazonian. Anyway, yeah. So anyway, Gudea, this king from uh, 
Lagash, um, built, um, rebuilt the temple of Ningirisu as a result of a dream which he had where he was told to do so. Interesting. Which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. And then, yeah, that is interesting. And then um, there was this, um, I'm sure, Jack, you're familiar with the um, Epic of Gil- Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. Um, I'm yeah. very familiar with the They Might Be Giants song, the Mesopotamians. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, absolutely. Actually, there you go. Know, I'm very familiar with Gilgamesh. Yeah, yeah. So the the standard Akkadian epic of Gilgamesh contains numerous accounts of prophetic power, the prophetic power of dreams. Um, first, uh, Gilgamesh himself has two dreams foretelling the arrival of Enkidu, who, um, not to like go fully into like uh, Gilgamesh's story, we're gonna kind of very loosely here. He was basically. Uh, Described as sort of like, um, or depicted as sort of like a bull man who was like representative of like the wild and nature, mm-hmm. who um, at a certain point befriends Gilgamesh and then uh, dies tragically, which causes Gilgamesh to seek out um, immortality. Very, very, very uh, uh, condensed version. Obviously, there's a lot more detail <laughs> to the story of Gilgamesh, yeah. but to put it, sum it up very basically, this, this Enkidu guy is like someone who, um, ends up befriending Gilgamesh and then dies, which causes him to seek immortality. Anyway, the point of that being is, in one of these prophetic dreams, Gilgamesh sees an axe fall from the sky. The people gather around it in admiration and worship. Gilgamesh throws the axe in front of his mother, Ninsun, and then embraces it like a wife. Then his mother, Ninsun, interprets the dream to mean that someone powerful will soon appear. Gilgamesh will struggle with him and try to overpower him, but he will not succeed, and eventually the two of them will become close friends and accomplish great things. So basically, this dream, his mother says, prophesizes, prophesizes the coming of this um, other figure, Enkidu. Hmm. Um, oh yeah, because he was like a bad guy who then Gilgamesh like befriended, I think. Yeah, and then they sort of like work together, and then at some point, um, he and all dies. Because Gilgamesh's yeah. mother had a dream that he married an axe. Yeah. <laughs> so weird, dude. yeah definitely weird but uh just goes to show that as early as like the you know one of the first like stories of like you know that we have in recorded history mm. is talking about dreams having meaning and being these omens or prophecies or whatever and it's funny yeah. like just to to fast forward to to the modern like pop culture one of the most recent great stories of our time like star wars anakin has like prophecies in the prequels of like uh what's gonna happen in the future and so like that's still like a common theme in in storytelling in pop culture and all that stuff sure yeah yeah as you're gonna as we're going to see as i go through these like there's like very common threads that go throughout all of uh, human recorded history Mm. so which is really interesting so dreams were also sometimes seen as a means of seeing into other worlds and um these uh in this ancient culture and it was thought that the soul or some part of it moved out of the body of the sleeping person and actually visited the places and persons the dreamers saw in his or her spirit world yeah exactly so like they were moving into like some sort of alternate dimension other of the sleep world higher planes of reality (laughs) i wish that's what dreams were that'd be sick i mean listen hey and listen, you know, well, who knows? I don't know. Mm-hmm. This is brain boggled, so who knows? That's true. I'll, inter- I'll entertain it for a second. Mm. So, in um, the, the tablet in tablet seven of the Epic of Gilgamesh, Enkidu 
recounts to Gilgamesh a dream in which he saw the gods Anu, Elil, Enlil, might be saying that wrong, probably, and <laughs> Shamash condemned him to death, and that he was also dreamed of visiting the underworld. So again, like sort of like visiting other dimensions that would sort of like hint at his future, which would be to eventually die. So moving a little bit further into history, but still in ancient times, um, the Assyrian king Ashurbanipal II who reigned between uh, 883 and 859 BC, built a temple to Mamu, the god of dreams, at Imjur Enlil near Kalu, which is now modern-day Iraq. Mm-hmm. So the, obviously dreams were so important, and, and important enough in this culture that they would go out of their way to build a temple dedicated to the god of dreams yeah. in this culture back in the day. Yeah. So, and then also the Babylonians and Assyrians divided dreams into good dreams, which were sent by the gods, and bad dreams, which were sent by demons. Ooh. And um, a surviving collection of dream omens entitled Iskar Zakiku. Zakiku? <laughs> Iskar Zakiku. Bro, you always get the hardest words. I know. I mean, if you look at some of these, like, I don't even, there are accents that I don't even know what they're supposed to <laughs> illustrate. But, um, yeah, so this a surviving collection of dream omens entitled Iskar Zakiku records various dream scenarios as well as prognostications of what will happen to the person who experiences each dream, apparently based on previous cases. So th- as far back as, like, 800 and whatever B.C., there were basically people coming up with like dream dictionaries, like, oh, if you have this dream, this is what it means, and this is what will happen to you as oh, a result wow. of you having this dream. Like tarot cards or something. Yeah, or like I, I feel like you could go to like Barnes, well, you can't actually go to Barnes and Noble right now, but before <laughs> the world ended, you could go to Barnes and Noble and find just like dream dictionaries. You'd yeah. be like, oh, if you dream about this thing, then it means this. Yeah, I mean, in fact, so they we'll see- even be talking about that later. I have yeah, an actual I'm link. Gonna- something awesome i'm really excited to hear about that yeah but like stuff like that existed as far back as the 800s bc wow you know though this was more like prognosticating so more like this is more in the line of you know your dreams are somehow like telling you what what's going to happen yeah. they're more of like an omen or not necessarily an omen or like not necessarily a bad thing but you know just like some sort of portent of like what's to come yeah and so, and even like in ancient Egyptian uh, culture, priests acted as dream interpreters and hieroglyphics specifically depicted dreams and their interpretations are evident. They basically mean you can literally see because hieroglyphics, you know, mm-hmm. they quite literally show the story, oh, knocking over my mic, <laughs> show the story of, you know, some of these dreams and stuff, which is uh, really mm. kind of cool and interesting. So let's move ahead in time. Let's go to the classical antiquity antiquity age of ancient Greece. So the ancient Greeks constructed temples called Asclepions, which were a place where they brought sick people to that were uh, they would bring sick people there to be cured. And the way they would try to cure them was that it was believed that the cures would be affected by divine grace by incubating dreams within mm. the confines of the temple to basically like bring these sick people here and like the 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 Asclepions or the Asclepion temple where that somehow trap the dreams in there and sort of create this sort of like I don't know like microwave for dreams that like just like oh, everyone it's would big, like it's a freaking building sized dream catcher dream catcher yeah, yeah. this is one of animals but it yeah, catches the good dreams to to heal the people some somehow like basically they like, 
through the grace of the gods, like if they deemed these people were worthy of being healed, uh, their dreams would act as like sort of like the healing ingredient, but like they would trap them in this building with them so that they could like almost like stew in their dream juices or something. Mm, the temple of dreams. Yeah. Very, very interesting. So dreams were also considered prophetic or omens of particular significance in Greek culture. As I mean, if you've studied like Greek mythology at all, like it's lousy oh, yeah. with the uh, omens and portents and soothsayers and whatnot. Well, it's just so, lousy with soothsayers. Lousy with soothsayers. <laughs> you know, you hate to see it. Classic so many, Brent. So much sooth, so little time. <laughs> um, so the, next we have this uh, guy, Art, Artem... <laughs> The funny thing Arkimoto? is, like, I read the, I read these things beforehand in my head, and I'm like, I got this. <laughs> and then when it gets time to actually read it on air, it's just a nightmare. I think you're getting, so, as you get closer and closer to the word, your brain starts yeah. to melt down. Yeah, so this next guy, Artemidorus of Daedalus, who lived in the second uh, century AD, wrote a comprehensive text, Wenero Critica, basically meaning the interpretation of dreams. Oh. So, which is literally although, the name of Sigmund Freud's book. Yeah, basically, it's it's like literally the same thing. Sigmund Freud stole it from Artemidorus. Yes, so. Sigmund. Ugh. So Artemidorus believes like that dreams re- can predict like the future. I like how you refer to him as Sigmund and not Freud. As, like, <laughs> yeah. as, as, as come everyone, on, Sig. As everyone, listen, Ziggy, we're all Sigmund. <laughs> the nickname for we're Sigmund all a bunch is, of Sigs. is Ziggy. Are you a Sigmund? <laughs> I'm a Sigmund. Uh, so I'm more I'm more of a Carl Jung, <laughs> Carl Jungman. <laughs> I like Nietzsche because because we killed God, or, well because God is dead and we killed him kind of thing. Yeah, I love, yeah, I love, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's such Jack's a, just a right. He's a regular Uberman <laughs> over here. It's, such, it's, it's just such an edgy line. I love it so much. Yeah, like, Nietzsche, and... Nietzsche, the original edge lord. <laughs> he really was. <laughs> so anyway, back to Artemid- Artemidorus. Um, <laughs> although Artemidorus believed that dreams can predict the future. He presaged many contemporary approaches to dreams. So he thought that the meaning of dream image could involve puns and could be understood by decoding the image into the component words. Uh, So, for example, so, yeah, this sounds weird, but uh, I think I think I get it. Hopefully this example will help clear it up. So, for example, um, uh, Alexander the Great, while w- waging war against the Tyrians, dreamt that a satyr was dancing on a shield. So Artemidorus reports that this dream was interpreted as follows. The satyr would equal satyros. So hmm. break up the word into its two syllables, say tyros, which in Greek means tear will be thine. Hmm. So basically predicting that Alexander the Great would be triumphant against the Tyrians. So, mm-hmm. so the, the, interpreting this dream like, oh, okay, so you got a satyr bouncing around on the yep. shield. Well, say Tyro means, you know, Tyr will lose to you, or yeah. Tyr will be yours. So your dream means that you're going to win this next battle. So we got, we got our, we got a literal dream translator on our hands. And then, like, f- from this point on, like, we just kind of see throughout, like, all of cultures, there's some version of this. So, like, China had something called the Lofty Principles of Dream Interpretation, which was sort of, like, uh, compiled throughout the 16th century. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Middle East, um, throughout, like, Saudi Arabia and uh, that that sort of area, they had multiple versions of this, and they believed that dreams could be broken down into three types. Mm. Either a false dream, uh, Hi, ah, shit. Hi, Mom. I'm recording a podcast oh, right now. Sorry. 
Hi. Hi, Abby. Is that Abby? Hi, Abby. When Bobby say hi. Oh, tell him I say hello. My mom says hello. I don't know if you can hear she Abby. Hi, Abby. She's poking her head in. She's got her mask on. She just came off of work. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Congrats. You're on the podcast. Yes. Love the boys. This episode feels like a dream. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, that was my mom. My mom just got home from work. Uh, that was That's that awesome. was great. That was a good treat. Yes, great cameo right there. The best. Yeah, cameo. and basically the point being, yeah, like I was saying, like in like um, uh, some ancient um Middle Eastern cultures, they believe that there are different types of dreams, and those types of dreams would predict future events. Mm-hmm. So, so, like we see this throughout pretty much all of history leading up to eventually when we get to Sigmund Freud, who was considered, you know, kind of the first modern uh, person to try to tackle the meaning of dreams. And um, at this point, I will pass it back off to Bobby because I'm sure yes. you have plenty on all that. We'll get to that. I do. Sigmund Freud. So he, yeah, he was kind of like the the four founder of first com- coming up with like a modern take on the meaning of dreams. And basically that that really i didn't realize how much of history dreams were considered to be like prophetic like i didn't understand what different cultures believed about it so that was really informative and um that was really cool but basically yeah sigmund freud in like the late 1800s wrote a book called the interpretation of dreams where he developed like a psychological technique to interpret dreams And uh, he devised like a series of guidelines to understand the symbols and motifs that appear in our dreams. Now, many scientists endorse the Freudian theory of dreams. And basically this theory is that dreams reveal insight into hidden desires. They they endorse dreams. Yeah. Well, not like in general. Well, surprisingly. So basically what I was saying is scientists endorse Freudian, the Freudian theory of what dreams mean. Not all scientists agree with this, though, which is something I didn't realize. Um, But basically, his theory is that dreams reveal insight into hidden desires and emotions. And so he developed this theory that the content of dreams is driven by unconscious wish fulfillment. So Freud called dreams the royal road to the unconscious. And he theorized that the content of dreams reflects the dreamer's unconscious mind and specifically that dream content is shaped by unconscious wish fulfillment. So things that we we desire, things that we want, but that we don't know we want are shown to us in our dreams. He argued that important unconscious desires often relate to early childhood memories and experiences too. And so in Freud's book, I like started reading it. Um, and it was really like, it's it was translated, obviously, so it's really like hard to kind of understand. And it's it's very strange, his interpretation, because he really kind of latches on to the hidden desires thing. But at the time, like nobody had ever really talked about this as as uh, being the reason for why we have dreams. Like he's basically the first person to say. Like. These are psychological images that we are shown when we sleep to tell us something, to give us a message from within, as opposed to from an external uh, source right. of like God right. or it's, the universe. Yeah, right. It's not like that sort of thing. It's literally your mind trying to tell you something subconsciously. Exactly. And so, yeah, yeah this is like a very one of a kind 
uh, the first of its time statement. Now, a lot of people also believed at this time that dreams were completely meaningless. So this is something that I didn't realize anyone ever thought. But there were a lot of scientists that think that dreams are just random images, like basically brain trash that we're throwing out at night because anything we gathered information on during the day or the week that our brain is just filtering out saying like, this is gibberish. I don't need this. And so the dream is you getting rid of that information and processing it in your sleep. Mm. I don't personally, I don't believe that. Um, I tend to lean towards Freud's theory. Interesting. Um, I would say I'm less likely to believe Freud's theory though. Not necessarily like entirely. I just, Mm -hmm. I think his theory tends to lean a, like a little too much into like um, weird areas. Like he gets like yeah. really into like a lot of stuff that's like all your dreams are just about like weird hidden sexual repression type stuff or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's like which the I feel thing like I didn't is like about his theory. What which is like, I feel like a very generalization of like what it could be. Yeah, I actually don't fully disagree with the idea that on some level that dreams is like some sort of biological process mm-hmm. in some ways. Yeah, but um. Obviously, like, there's so much we don't understand, and, like, there's lots of theories about it. Um, I I just, I think that, because, like, you, when you think about it, it's, like, why do we dream? Like, what's the function of it? Yeah. So, I mean, so I yeah. could see plausibly a function being, like, it's literally the brain sort of, like, removing information it doesn't need. Because it, it, I feel like it has been shown, or at least to some level that like the brain can only hold like a finite amount of information yeah, yeah we have like a certain amount of like terabytes or whatever <laughs> right so like i could see why that would be something important to like the evolution Ooh. of the human brain mm-hmm. yeah scientists don't even know why we sleep um mm-hmm. like the only re i think like the best answer i might have talked about this on the podcast before maybe it was a conversation i had with other friends but um we like the best answer we have to as to why um why do we sleep is because we get sleepy mm. um and so like i think it's impossible for us to know why like biologically like brain function wise human beings dream until we figure out why we sleep like i think feel like we got to start there mm. and then like figure out what is the biological reasoning behind sleep and why does that then cause dream? Like, why can't, like, sure, we have daydreams, hmm. you know, but I don't know if you have anything as to like daydreams being linked to like regular sleeping dreams, Bobby. No, I couldn't um, find anything on that. I'm sure there's some studies yeah. out there. I, I, I'm, I, I'm like, I'm more likely to believe that daydreams are just like, they just have that name, but they're not actually related to the brain imagination. Yeah, they're not actually related to dreams, um, but maybe they are. Uh, but yeah. I always thought that dreams were just like your brain processing the day mm. of like what happened, mm. and it like as you're asleep, your brain is going through all of its recent new stuff and sorting mm. it around into where it needs to go, um, and that's what a dream is. Is a dream is your like you just. Like, that's just the side effect of your brain sorting everything for the day. Sure, and I can totally buy into that, too. And that, to me, will make a lot of sense. Like, I tend to not 
necessarily believe as much in like the dreams have meaning per se other than like mm. whatever assigned meaning you give it you know mm. i don't know if the brain is necessarily trying to communicate something to you as much as it is reacting to stimuli of some form mm. yeah. so like you might have like a stress dream or something but it's not necessarily that your brain's trying to like tell you something as much as it is mm. as it's reacting to the stress yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, it's pr- you know what i mean yeah well you would see those things where people would be like oh if you have a dream where your teeth fall out it means you're worried about your money right if you have a dream where you're you're falling off a building it means you're worried about losing your job mm-hmm. or whatever and i don't think that that is true in i don't think it's 100 percent true i think like i think if you are worried about money um, your brain will manifest that into a dream, but like mm. I don't think it'll be. You know, I think I think dreams have meanings in context of your life. Yeah. Um, well, you're both definitely onto some some really interesting stuff because, uh, as we'll learn when we get to the kind of like science of dreams, this is very much what scientists today believe is the reasoning for why we have dreams. So you're you're both really on to kind of like the. You should both be scientists. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh look at that. Uh, well, uh, thinkers here. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. So, so basically I agree. I agree with, um, kind of like what you guys both said. I, one thing that I feel like I disagree on is that we don't know why we sleep because I feel like there's a lot of science as to, to why we sleep. I don't know mm-hmm. how true, um, that, that the study is for that. I, I'd be interested though, to, to look into it more. Um, Cause it's, it's, I mean, it's been pretty much proven that most of our important like bodily functions happen while we're sleeping. Um, but as, as for why we don't, as for why we're like completely unconscious almost for it, that's a, that is a really interesting thought. Um, but yeah, I guess the big, the big thing for me is I feel like I kind of think that it lies somewhere in the middle of mm-hmm. meaning and brain processing like i feel like there's sort of two things going on at once like a recycling system when you dream that teaches you stuff at the same time as getting rid of junk um and so i'll kind of move on to our next section here um which will kind of talk about that so we've talked about the meaning of dreams which is mainly like what freud kind of brought to the table is that dreams have hidden meanings and they're not just completely useless and they're not just, uh, you know, prophetic and from the gods. So in the 1950s, tools were invented, which were able to read the electroactivity of the brain. So two researchers from the University of Chicago pioneered the scientific study of dream activity by monitoring people. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Blooper reel. sorry (laughs) by monitoring people's brains with an eeg machine Mm. man that coffee's kicking in i'm starting to get shaky (laughs) they discovered that brain activity fluctuates in a predictable 90 minute pattern the cycle goes like this so first you drift into a deep sleep with very slow brain activity then you come back into pretty much being awake. And this is all in terms of brain activity, by the way. So these are sleep cycles, right? Like REM cycles and shit. Yeah. These, this is like a 90 minute sleep cycle. So this is where things start to get really strange. Brain activity in this stage, when you're waking up sort of resembles that of being completely awake, 
But even weirder, the person sleeping becomes functionally paralyzed. So only only parts of their body uh, that the only parts of their body in this study specifically that moved were their eyes. And so this is where they uh, coined the term rapid eye movement sleep. So this cycle repeats every 90 minutes or so. That's the one interesting question is why do we become paralyzed when we dream? We don't know exactly why our bodies pretty much are immobilized when we're dreaming, but one possible answer is that our brain requires more energy to create the dreams. And so it basically shuts down our nervous system so that we're not really using useless functions so that we can kind of, our brain can focus on processing that information. Another is that we could, if we could move during dreams, it could get pretty dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you ever, yeah. you ever see a dog like running in its sleep? It's like, yeah, I was about to say dogs. I don't, I don't think dogs um, disconnect. They're right. Like, and isn't yeah. that, isn't to some degree that what's, that is what sleepwalking is to some extent. Pretty much. Is yeah. where, where that part of the brain, it doesn't shut down. Yeah. So some people have an issue where they can't help it. And I've brain never heard shut off. anyone talk about this, but I think it might be interesting to discuss um, that sleepwalking is like the opposite from sleep paralysis whereas mm. sleepwalking is your brain fails to disconnect itself from the body and you can move around yeah and then sleep paralysis is your brain continues the <gasps> disconnect when you're oh. awake so you don't fall asleep fully but your that's brain what, is in I've sleep always, mode as soon as i heard that your your brain disconnects itself from your body when you dream. Mm. I my I th- I think this is, this has to be a theory in like the scientific community if it's not already figured out. But I think sleep paralysis is from like a malfunction of mm. that. It's when you wake up during that time and your body is slow to reconnect. I think that's what sleep paralysis is. Yeah, sleep paralysis is something that I have like feared my entire life. It's something that I would never ever want to experience. My little brother. Well, again, we're talking about him. I guess this is just Jack's family podcast, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, the whole family, but, join in! Yeah, but my little brother, when he was younger, used to suffer from severe um, night terrors and mm. sleep paralysis. Oof. Um, like, he would he would wake up. He wouldn't actually ever wake up, but he was he would scream in his sleep, like, yell... Like, oh, they're going to get me. Don't let them get me. And I'd have to go down the hall and be like, mom, he's freaking out. And then my mom would have to be like, come in and be like, oh, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Mm. Um, But yeah, he, he, he's really weird about sleep. Like I can, he'll fall asleep on like the couch and stuff a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'll like wake him up and be like, you should go up to bed. Um, and then he'll just like, sometimes he won't say anything to me or sometimes he will just say utter nonsense to me mm-hmm. and I'd get up and go to bed. And then the next morning I'll be like, what were you talking about? And he'll be like, what do you mean? And I'll be like, you were saying, so we had a conversation last night. That, that happened to me couch. when I was a kid. I don't know if I still do it because I, you know, I'm, me and my brother shared a room growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently I did that almost every night. Like I would have full on conversations. <laughs> I'd be like. Ryan, um, where's Grammy? And he'd be like, uh, what do you mean? I'm like, where's Grammy? She's got to bring us the rock. And he's like, Bobby, you're sleep talking. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm fully awake. Like, I, I'm fully here and I can understand yeah. you. And he's like, 
what are you talking about then? And I'm like, where's the rock? So I would convince him that I was awake. Dude, I... And I wasn't. Little, I was asleep. <laughs> he would... Um, I don't know. My little brother, Harry. His name is Harry. I've said that before, I think. But Harry mm-hmm. would... Um, There was one time where I woke him up where I'd be like, go up to bed. And he'd be like, okay. And, I, and then he was just sitting there. And I was like, what are you going to do? What are you doing? And he goes, <laughs> oh, I'm just going to finish up here. And then I'm going to go up to bed. And I was like, are you asleep right now still? And he goes, no, I'm fully awake. Yeah. And I go, and I go so you're going to remember this conversation tomorrow? Like, we had a full conversation about how you're going to sit here and finish <laughs> what you're doing. And he's like, yes, I'm awake. I'm going to sit here and finish what I'm doing. And then I'm going to go to bed. Um, and then he just went up and got into bed. And then the next morning I was like, what were you talking about? And he, he, he like, what did you need to finish? And he goes... Uh, we you never woke me up i fell asleep in bed so he had no was, memory of that he had no memory he thought he didn't even remember that he fell asleep on the couch he thought he had gone mm. up to bed and fallen asleep that's funny we so we we kind of have that similar situation in each family yeah i've, I've yeah, always I've, had I've, that yeah i've done that too apparently christy has oh, told really? me like oh or like i talk in my sleep sometimes and like like Back when I was playing Final Fantasy VII, like for the first time, like <laughs> Final Fantasy VII remake, you cried in your like, sleep. Apparently, uh, no, I, I, God, if only. No, I, I only cry consciously while forcing myself to rewatch the saddest scenes on YouTube. But um, I apparently, like, at one point, was talking about Final Fantasy VII in my sleep, and like she was like asking me questions, and I was apparently like when she asked me questions, I get like very annoyed <laughs> in like, your dreams. Oh, well, like, because she's like talking to me, and like, I I don't remember anything. Yeah. I'm just like, ah, and just like saying whatever I'm saying. <laughs> oh my god! And so apparently, that's something I do a fair amount. Like Christy, she'll talk in her sleep sometimes too, but she doesn't usually react. Yeah. Like she doesn't like talk back. Whereas like I will like talk back. Apparently, I wonder like, what the science is about. Really mean. I wonder what yeah. the mean, Brent. I wonder what the science is about like interaction. Um, it's more like it's more like an it's more like frustrated brent i'm just like oh, you don't get it yeah you don't get it <laughs> i i was like that really bad with my mom like when she would wake me up for school like yeah. i would i would constantly wake up in a dream and like sleep talk to her and i would always give her these reasons why i couldn't get up for school and mm-hmm. i was like a lawyer like i was like i had my backup i was i knew exactly what excuse lawyer. i had but it was gibberish like i'd be like mom i can't go to school you know why and she's like no, I don't know why I get up. I'm like, no, mom, I have, to, I have to bring the cup to the pool. And she's like, <laughs> go, Bobby, get up at school. And I'm like, mom, I have to bring the cup to the pool. You know this. I've been telling you this all day. And like, I'm asleep. I have no idea. And I'd wake up and be like, good morning, mom. And she's like, a-hole. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> one like, of the, um, oh, man. One of the only dreams I remember <laughs> that I woke that like I remember waking up and being like still in the dream a little bit was when I was really young I woke myself up because in the dream somebody was asking me if I wanted a glass of strawberry milk yeah and I couldn't say yes and I really <gasps> wanted strawberry milk I hate strawberry that. milk was like strawberry milk was like my favorite thing um when I was younger um and I woke myself up saying yes and I was so frustrated. I was so mad. I was mm. like, why couldn't I just say yes in the dream yeah. and get that freaking strawberry milk? That's happened to me before where like you want to say something in, your, in a dream and you just can't. Like you're just like, ah, <laughs> it's the worst feeling. Dude, I know. Um, how much uh, like info do you have left, Bob? Oh, a lot. 
Okay. <laughs> we got a lot to go through. This is going to be a long right. pod, boys. All right. Yeah, Let's keep this train Let's keep it rolling. Keep the dream train on its tracks, which we have not done so far, but it's okay. It's been very interesting. So anyway, back to the science of dreams. This is sort of where the uh, modern science kind of ties in with what Brent was saying earlier. So one thing that Freud got wrong, and this is like pretty much proven, is that uh, we is that we always dream about our hidden desires. Uh, so that's pretty much been proven to be false. So a big part of Freud's beliefs in, in that we're dreaming about our hidden desires, especially sexual ones, is just pretty much wrong. And what it's sort of more along the lines of what you said, Jack. So in actuality, we mainly dream about the things that we did that previous day or things that we talked about that day. So why do we why do we dream about the things that happen during the day? So basically, kind of like what you said, Jack, our brain is sorting through things that we did while we were awake. And kind of to go what you were saying, Brent, try, it tries to decide which new information is important to remember and which new information is important to forget. And so basically, like we were talking about earlier, that's science has kind of almost proven that this is what dreaming essentially is. It's not fully developed yet like we still don't understand everything about it but for the most part dreams are the reasoning we have them is to process information throw information we don't need in the trash which is why sometimes you don't understand what's going on in a dream or who's there and then take some of the information you learned and find sort of a, a use for it and so i think that's where I think that some of what Freud was talking about comes into play. I think that the se the sense that we dream about things that can help us. And then we, we sometimes dream about situations that we're going to encounter so that we can almost like practice that situation in our minds. Like we, we almost like run a simulation of what that, that situation is going to be. And that's happened to me plenty of times where like, if I have a big, a thing coming up like a big talk that I have to have with someone and I'm like worried about it I'll I'll have a dream a few nights before about that talk and you know it either goes well or it doesn't usually it goes well and then I wake up and I'm like a little less stressed out about it maybe um mm -hmm. so I think there's kind of a a mix of both processing information and sort of running simulations of your life and then I think the trash information that's that's getting processed and thrown away is where the nonsensical kind of part of dreams come from now that's all just like theory it's not like completely proven um but yeah so what you guys were talking about earlier is pretty much what the scientists have discovered about dreams so good job i'm proud of you guys hell yeah <laughs> Thanks, smarter man. than the scientists <laughs> take that freud so i'll kind of speed through the, the next part so we can get to the part where we talk about our dreams because i think that'll be really fun um, yeah, definitely. Jack, you were mentioning this a little bit earlier. So a lot of people have common dreams. And so this is kind of an interesting thing because some people tend to agree that these dreams mean something very specific. And we were talking about like dream dictionaries. Like if you have a dream about your teeth falling out, then you're, you know, worried about something that you're going to have to deal with, you know? And so we're not sure 
if this dream analysis is like accurate, it's pretty up in the air. But one thing is 100% sure is that a lot of people have these dreams. What are you going to say, Jack? Oh, I've just always wondered, how do they like, like, how do you analyze dream symbolism? Like, do they just record all of the dream? Like, they, I assume they get a focus group. Mm. And they record all of the dreams that these people have. Um, and then do they, like, analyze? They, they have to, like, analyze their lives in order to attempt what these dreams mean. Like, they would have to be like, okay, everyone who dreamed about a dog, <laughs> um, we have to look at their life. And, and you would have to find the common factor. Well, that's what the kind of hard part about it is like we don't really have the tools that we need to like really explain everything because yeah. you there's so many different factors like personality, childhood, like yeah. it's not that's why it's not proven 100% that these dreams mean this exact same thing for every person. But it is interesting that a lot of people have the same dreams because some of them are very specific. So I'll just go through the list real quick. Um mm-hmm. These are common dreams falling. So like just falling yeah. infinitely from the sky. Sure. I've had similar dreams to that before. Yep. Teeth falling <laughs> out. So I've had this one. I've um, never dreamed my teeth are falling out. Same. I didn't know that was a common dream um, until like recently. But yeah, I had that dream when I was a kid. It was very weird. I, my, my tooth fell, fell out and I was just sitting on a hill and I was like, huh, my tooth fell out. Apparently weird. it means something. <laughs> Um, showing up to work or school naked. Oh, I've, um, I've had at least two that I can. Interesting. Remember one, one I can remember specifically, um, of showing, and it wasn't even the weird thing is wasn't even my school (laughs) that I went to. It was a siblings school. Oh my God. Yeah. That's even more embarrassing. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. I've never had that one personally. Um, yeah, same. But that's like the so common I've, one in like cartoons and stuff. So that's kind of a funny thing. Like I've had a lot of dreams where I like I know I'm in school, but it's obviously not a school that I recognize in any way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, but I know in my head, like, oh yeah, I'm in high school right now. But yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. isn't my high school. <laughs> this is I know this is not my high school. Right. But in my head, I'm like, yeah, this is my high school. It could be like a beach, and your brain could be like, this is my house. You know, yeah. it's very weird. Yeah. So the next one is meeting a celebrity. I feel like maybe I can't really recall exactly, but I've, I can't I must recall have. anything specific, but I feel like it probably happened. No, I can't say I remember anything like that. So this is one I have a lot uh, being chased. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Which we've talked yeah. about before with the silly I rabbit. Have, when I was when I was younger, um, well, I mentioned earlier that I have like maybe four or five. I said I think I said three. Um, but over the course of this podcast, I remembered more um, that I can like dreams that i can remember specifically um mm-hmm. and all most of the nightmares that i remember specifically are being chased yeah yeah same i have a lot of those um even today i still have like nightmares of like yeah being chased by something um, bobby you said that some of these are really specific and so far none of them have been very specific <laughs> right no i i kind of mean like i kind of just meant like a couple of them um, yeah, well, a lot of these are very showing general. up to school in your underwear is very specific, right? The teeth falling out one. I was kind of thinking teeth of. falling out teeth falling out is pretty specific, too. Um, but like like falling and being chased are pretty general, I feel. No, you're definitely right. Some of these are very, very general. Um, 
But there's there's one. I was, just, the I was just wondering if there was like one weird one. Is this it? There is. There's a couple left. Um, so one of them is the one that I have a lot. It's a kind of a nightmare showing up late or like being supposed to. You're supposed to be at something, but you're off doing something else, and you know that you're supposed to be at that thing. Yet there's like nothing you can do to get there. So yeah, I have yeah, this dream. I, I have this dream like pretty much every few weeks. You know, me and Brent talk about it all the time. Um, where I'm like, you know, I'll have a dream where I'm supposed to be at work on a Monday and I'm like off at the beach or something. And it's the most stressful dream of all time. Anyway. <laughs> so the next one is flying. I've had that dream before. And that's a very general one, but this one is kind of more specific. And this one brings me to you, Brent. Um, so driving, a vehicle from the back seat of a car. Yes, I have this dream all the time. I it's, have never dreamed this. This is like the only thing I have that's a, a, like a recurring dream. It's never like exactly the same, but like the setup is always that you're sitting in the back seat, but you're in control of the car and you can't actually see like the road because you're sitting in the back. And yet you're somehow supposed to be controlling the car. See, so I've, I've had never, that dream many times. I've never had that dream. I, I know the feeling of like losing control in a dream. But mm-hmm. what was crazy, and I told you this story, Brent. I don't know if I told you, Jack. Yeah. It was like one day at work, Brent, you told me this story that you had this dream. And I was like, oh, that's weird. That's a very strange dream. That sounds horrible. Mm-hmm. And like literally the next day I was... You like had sitting at my well, no, I it it was even weird because I was sitting at my counter with my sister, and she was telling me like that she had a crazy dream last night, and I was like, oh, really? Like kind of like half listening. I'm like, I was tired. It was a long day. I'm like, oh, what was it? And she's like, so I was like driving my car, but I was in the back seat and I couldn't see, and it was like out of control, and I somehow I was controlling it from the back seat. I don't even know where my foot was, if it was on the gas or the brakes, but like it was really scary, and no one else was there. And I'm like, oh my god! And I immediately texted Brent. I'm like, my sister had your dream. <laughs> immediately texted, <laughs> and I didn't tell her about it because I didn't. I, I what am I gonna just? Hey Riley, uh, Brent had this crazy dream last night. No. So it was just weird that it happened within well, the same two days. You wouldn't be like, "Oh, Riley, you know Brent, right? Yeah, he had the same dream." Weird. <laughs> no, I did Brent after was... the fact. Oh, yeah. But like, she didn't have the dream because I said anything previously. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's oh, 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 yeah, I understand. Okay, I, yeah. I get what you were saying now. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was kind of like a weird, interesting thing. This this dream is supposed to represent in like the dream vocabulary, the dream journal. As uh, basically, you need to take control of something in your life, and you're you gotta afraid take the of... reins. You gotta um, something take the bull by the horns. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. Take control. <gasps> take control. <laughs> Still not there. Right, control, control reference. I know it's the best part. It's literally if you play the game and just get to that part and get through it and stop. I'd be like, that's fine. <laughs> it's an uh, amazing game, but like literally, that's like the. the that sequence of control where you go to the, the 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 ashtray maze is like the best thing I've done in gaming in like the last like five years. But I have it's to amazing. I have to get to the plot twist at the end. I heard there's a plot twist. I need to get there. I don't know if there's a plot. plot I don't know. Twist. I don't really think there's much of a oh, okay, twist. Okay, okay. 
never mind. Then. It's a weird ending. It has like a weird, interesting ending, but I don't know if it's a plot twist. Okay. But anyway, yeah, you, Wait, you, like you, still, you should yeah, yeah, yeah. you should still play the whole yeah, game. It's really good. Maybe yeah, I'll yeah. play it right when we're done with this. Um, Hell yeah. So this is kind of fun, a fun thing for the listeners at home to do. Uh, this is a, a website. It's called MyDreamVisions.com. And so you can like analyze your dreams, type in keywords and different things that you have had in your dreams. And this website will kind of tell you what those things are supposed to mean. And so I don't believe it fully, but I wouldn't completely rule out that, you know, maybe there's some kind of like ancestral uh, subliminal knowledge that we all have similar that dreams we about. Through dreams. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't completely rule it through out. I think dreams, it's interesting. We gain access to the ancient knowledge. Yeah, so <laughs> so this is just other possible meanings for dreams that, that could be. So, like I said, ancestral knowledge. Um, I also mentioned this preparing for a situation. Oh my god, I hit my mic. Common theme today. <laughs> so preparing for a situation that you may have to encounter and sort of like simulating that situation. Uh, some scientists think that there's no meaning behind dreams, which we talked about. And so that's kind of the different possible meanings for dreams. Nice. Now, let's talk about our dreams, because, you our know, dreams. we've all had some pretty crazy dreams. I got a couple dreams that that I want to share. And so I guess maybe we'll go in order. I guess we can do. Me, Brenton, and Jack. Um, yeah, sounds good. And we'll keep them shorter, I guess, just pretty much for sake of time because we're running pretty late. I only, here. I really only have one besides the dream we already talked about anyway with the car driving thing. Oh, so okay, cool. I'll be, I'll be pretty quick. So, one dream that that I had a lot when I was a kid, and this is very strange, is that, and this is a reoccurring dream. So this isn't like one specific. This happens to me all the time when I was a kid. I would have dreams that like if I kick my leg, I can like fly and like the more I kick, the higher I can go. And it's so weird to me. Like, I don't know exactly why I used to have that dream, but it was almost like my 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 leg was like my my wing. I don't know. It was mm-hmm. weird, but that was kind of a cool dream. Um, I've had dreams where I've predicted something that's come true. And so I think that maybe an explanation for that is that we, maybe we dream about things that could happen all the time. And maybe you don't Mm. really remember the dream unless it does come true. And so that was kind of something I was thinking about. So one, yeah, yeah, now that you said that, that actually triggered a memory of a dream that I had. I'll talk about that one after. Ah, but go ahead. So I had a dream once that um, my friend, one of my my good friends, we we kind of weren't talking at at the time, and this is in real life. Um, we weren't really talking at the time because he had a girlfriend, and you know she didn't really want anything to do with me, so she was like. They were kind of off doing their own thing. And I, I didn't talk to either of them at all at the time. And so I had this dream that he showed up at my front door. And I think I might have told you this one before, Brent. Yeah, no, I remember this one. He like showed up at my front door and like and knocked and I opened the door and he was like sitting there like like crying. And he's like, she broke up with me or whatever. And then I got like a message from her 
on Facebook or text or whatever in the dream. And she was like freaking out at me because like, I don't know. She was mad at me in the dream. And so I woke up the next day to a like long message from like that kid's ex-girlfriend. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like what? Like, and I didn't get the message until after I, I was already awake for a while. So it wasn't like I saw it in my sleep and I was like, what the heck? This is so weird. And then like two days later, he shows up at my front door knocking like in the morning at seven in the morning. And I was like, Hey buddy, what's up? And I was like, Oh my God, I had a dream that this happened. This is so weird. So part of me wonders if like in my brain, I kind of predicted that that might happen. And then mm-hmm. I only remembered it because it happened. I don't know. So that was just yeah, an interesting dream I had. Yeah, no, that is, that's super interesting. And then I think we'll, we'll each share like a dream and a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So I had a nightmare when I was a kid. Re- this is a recurring nightmare. I used to have it all the time and it's so bizarre. So I was, it always started off with like me in like, market basket which is like our local new england uh food chain like grocery store chain and it it was always market basket and i was there with my family and i always wound up like in one of those like play tube areas like at chuck e cheese you know Mm. and i was basket yeah, in my dream. Oh, this is a dream. This, this is, is a dream. in the dream. Yeah, sorry. I was like, I was like, what are you talking? The fun about? part of Market Basket. So I would. Um, yeah, you like you go down a slide and you get to bite into a salami. You know? <laughs> salami slide. <laughs> yeah, you can have a little salami. Oh man. So I'm like, that'd be awesome. I'm in the dream. I'm I'm crawling through these tubes, and all of a sudden I turn around, and those two little like gremlin devil creatures from Hercules are behind me and oh, they have pain and um whatever his name is yeah those two little guys pain and, and they, terror i think it was and they both had yellow eyes in the dream and they would just like chase me through the tubes and i would like crawl and like try to run and then it would always end where i'd like fall into a ball pit and then i would get out of the ball pit and like reptar from from rugrats like the, rugrats, the, the yeah. green dinosaur Mm-hmm. You know, you know, if you know, you know. Yeah. He would he's like Godzilla almost. Yeah, he's like Godzilla and he would start chasing me in Market Basket and him and the little minions from Hercules would like chase me around and they they always caught me. And I would they would lock me down on like a table. Like strap me down like in a straitjacket basically on a table. And I it's this is the most specific part of the dream. I would always look out towards the exit of Market Basket and I would always see my family leaving and I would cry out to them and be like I'm still here. Come help me. And they would never hear me and they would keep walking and they would always like open the door and like leave and then I would and Reptar would take a giant axe and he would just like hit me with the axe and I would wake up before I died in the dream. And I had this dream so many times throughout my childhood, this yeah. exact dream. And I don't know what the heck it's all about, but I had separation anxiety. So I think Wait, maybe you had 
multiple dreams of axe wielding reptar. Yes, the <laughs> same dream. It was like a recurring dream. I don't think I've ever had a recurring dream. Mm. I've had recurring I've had so. I've had dreams that have been the focus of a person mm. like multiple times in a row where when I was um we're skipping over Brent a little bit, but um <laughs> when I was in my first year of, or two of college, um, which was like six years ago. No, I'm just kidding. It was like four years ago. Um, not even two years ago. I'm, I, high school was four years ago. That's what I'm confused Or was about. it Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I um, went through a breakup that was really hard for me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be like, like I, it, it was to the point where I was so mad because I loved dreaming, but every single dream I would have would have this girl in it mm. and it, like every single dream. And I was like, Oh my God, I don't want, it was the first time in my life where I was like, I don't want to be dream. I don't want to dream. Mm. Um, Every dream was a nightmare. Basic. Well, they weren't even nightmares. Like they were fine. Like they, like, uh, like most of like either she would just be there or like we would be like back together. Um, mm. And I would just like I would wake up and then it wouldn't be real and I would be like, well, dang, now I'm sad again. <laughs> Man. Yeah, that's depressing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a bit of a, a bit of a yikes. Oh, was was that your turn, Jack? Um, no. I mean, I have more dreams to talk about, but mm-hmm. cool. I will move on to Brent for now, and then we'll go yeah. back to you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll hop in here. So, um, I first I want to start with the one that's similar to your like predictive dream, Bobby, because mm-hmm. this is one that like I've remembered before a few times, but. Um, I always seem to forget about it until we start talking about predictive dreams. And then I'm like, oh, shit, that reminds me of that dream that I had when I was like nine years old. So this is like one of those type of dreams that's like super mundane type dream where it like almost is like, what kind of dream was that? Like this was the most banal kind of like everyday nonsense that like, why would you even dream about that? Yeah. So basically I was in this dream. I was going to the dentist, mm-hmm. which I'm I'm obviously at some point I did have to go to the dentist based on where this is going, but I had to go to the dentist and I had to get a filling done or whatever. And so I go there and it's just like normal, you know, like you check in, I I sat in the lobby for a while, looked at like a kid's magazine or some shit, went inside eventually, you know, they started doing the filling. And the only thing that was like really notable about the dream to me was that they like, at a certain point I had fillings done before at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. a number of times because i had shitty teeth and like was always getting cavities as a oh, kid yeah, same same and and so like i i was going the reason i was at the dentist in this dream was because i needed a filling which was you know something i'd been through a bunch but what was weird about it was randomly the dentist like at a certain point after like he had done the filling and put like the the, the filling for the the filling in mm. he brought out this weird looking like sort of like gun like contraption that had like an orange plastic like plexiglass type thing around it and kind of mm. was like sticking it into my mouth and started pressing down a button that was supposed to somehow it was supposed to like help the filling cure faster or something like that yeah mm-hmm. and then the dream was over and i was like oh okay 
that was a really boring ass dream. I don't know why I dreamt that. And then maybe like a week or two later, I had to go to the dentist because oh. I needed to have a filling done. And so I went there and it, again, like I thought nothing of it until I got to the point in the filling where the dentist busted out this weird looking gun type thing <laughs> with a weird orange plexiglass type thing around it and stuck before. it into that I had never seen before to that point. I was like, That's so and it funny. hit me all in that moment. It was like a deja vu moment. Wow. I was like, oh my God, I feel like I've been through this before. And then it hit me later. And I was like, oh, I know why I had deja vu just then because I dreamt about this. Wow. You, like, oh. you must have seen it somewhere and didn't realize That's it. what I mean. That's like, obviously I had to have seen it at some point. Wow. Maybe at a previous time I was at the dentist, I saw it yeah. used on someone else or something. Or you're a prophet. But like, I just like... Although... <laughs> Or I'm a prophet, and you should all bow before me. Yeah, obviously, I, one I, of the two. I have heard stories of people dreaming things up, and then going and like and like looking them up, and then finding out that they're not real, and then making it right. Uh, like songs, yeah. like people now, write this, songs from dreams and stuff. Sure, yeah, yeah. sure. Of course, at this point, like I said, I was probably like eight or nine, so maybe even younger, maybe like seven, somewhere between seven and nine. Hmm. Um, so like. I this was pre-internet era, so it's like you know I couldn't have really seen it anywhere other than like at the dentist office, mm-hmm. really. To this point, you know, maybe on TV, possibly. I don't, I don't really know where on TV I would have seen it, but I guess that's also a possibility. But yeah, so that was just like a really kind of like bizarre one where I was like, huh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah super weird. But and then and then I'll I'll go to this, a nightmare because again like I don't really remember a lot of my dreams but this one nightmare I had as a young child mm-hmm. I remember pretty vividly so back in the day there was a show it was a kids show <laughs> called Sharon Lois and Bram's Elephant Show that aired from 1984 to 1988 according <laughs> to IMDb <laughs> and so it was just this kind of like weird kids show where they like teach you kid lessons and shit or whatever and in particular, the main thing that I remembered from the show was there was, you know, you know, the, the, the titular, you know, Sharon, L- L- Lois and Bram, which were like these two older women and an older dude with like a beard and who's kind of balding or something from my memory of it. And then there was always just like these like people in like elephant, like foam elephant costumes, mm-hmm. you know, full sized costumes just kind of like there for some reason. Just because, hey, kids like elephants, right? So we'll put some dude in like a costume, an elephant you know, costume, and that'll make the kids listen to the show. You know, elephants and their opposite, the donkey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, there's a weird weird joke from the other day where me and Bobby were like, oh, we were ta- we were ta- I forget exactly what we were talking about, something pol- pol- politics or whatever. And Bobby was like, yeah, so it's just like, you know, the hee-haw, hee-haw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that the is, is that the right one or is it the opposite one? I was like, yeah, you're right. It's the opposite one because you know, in the animal kingdom, the opposite of the donkey is the elephant. Why so. are the political symbols of <laughs> oh, donkey God. and elephant? Um, uh, there is a reason. Uh, I can't fully remember. It's something to do with the formation of the parties and stuff, and the animals are supposed to symbolize certain things. You playing the song from the show? Maybe. Are we gonna get? Are we gonna get? Yes. Sued? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, Ben, continue. I don't your story. even know if the show still exists. No, the main problem yeah, is it's like super us. choppy. Oh, uh, I didn't know which. So microphone I can barely you... hear it. Yeah, sorry. No, it's okay. But 
No, I, it, your, your video's a little choppy right now, but the, the, but the thing is, there was another song from that show that's actually been used in a bunch of other kids' shows, I guess, throughout the years, called Skidamarinky-Dinky-Dink, Skidamarinky-Doo, I Love You. Excuse me? Skidamarinky-Dinky-Dink, Skidamarinky-Doo, Skidamarinky-Doo, I Love You. you. <laughs> exactly. So, this song was in this show. I don't know if this song was originally from the show or if it predates it. But they, they, a lot of times at the end of episodes, they would the, the the adults would sing the song, and the elephants would be kind of like scamp scamping around in the background, doing whatever the elephants did on the show. So anyway, all this is context to say. So I had this dream where I was a kid, and it was early enough in my childhood where I was still sort of like in the, that age where you're sort of in between being in the crib and getting into your first big boy bed. Oh yeah. Um, so. <laughs> So, like, I had the big boy bed in my room, but I still sort of, like, preferred to be in the crib, you know? So, sometimes I'd sneak back into the crib. <laughs> and so... Yeah. I remember so the same dream, thing. Right? I used to do that, too. Yeah. You know the, you know the age, right? Yeah. So, I, so, I was probably somewhere between two and four, I guess, right? When, yeah. So, somewhere between one and four, one and three, I don't know, somewhere in that age range where that would be, you know... A something that could happen. Well, that would be reasonable. So, I wasn't. I wasn't too old or anything. Like I should. Like yeah. Like, I, I was, no, like, I, honestly, Jack. Jack. I was probably. I was. I was a little boy dreaming of being a big boy, but who still kind of wanted to be a little boy. <laughs> so. Oh, um, yeah. So in the dream, I'm in the crib, right in my bed. Yeah. And so the ele- the elephant from the show shows up in my room Ugh. and is mad at me for being in the crib. So, but I'm like, I don't want to leave the crib. I need to stay in the crib. I want to be in the crib. So the elephant's really mad at me, and I could see it in its weird foam elephant face, like its furrowed <laughs> elephant brows. And so it would pick me up out of the crib, bring me to the foot of my stairs in my childhood home, and shove me down the stairs. Oh my god! And I would just like roll down the stairs, watching this elephant just like being like so like smugly full of itself as I like. Break my neck rolling down the stairs because I (laughs) (laughs) all because I wanted to sleep in my crib. So so that was that was the nightmare, and I don't know if I had it more than once, but apparently it was memorable enough that I still remember it now. You know, like five hundred years later. So, oh man, so yeah, that was those 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 are my dreams. So Jack, on to you. Let's hear those dreams, baby. To end it out, um, so I uh. My, I, I, so I have a bunch, I have a, I remember a bunch, so I'll just go through a bunch really, really quickly. Sure. Um, I Let's had one it. dream where I was like, I was like the chieftain of like a Nordic village. Um, <laughs> people were like, people were like talking to me about, um, like chief stuff and, um, a monster from Monster Hunter World called a Banbaro, which if you don't imagine like a T-Rex, like a T-Rex type body, mm-hmm. except crossed with a goat. So it has a big mm-hmm. old goat head with like goat horns and like its big T-Rex legs are goat hooves and it's all <laughs> covered in like white fur. Um, it like looked through the window and I like went outside to see it and I was like, hey, what's up? And then it left and then it started snowing and then I woke up. Um, I had another one where there were these, um, we were, I was with my family and we were going to hotel but there were no more rooms in the hotel so Mm -hmm. they were like we can give you a free room in italy if you just fly on over there we can give you a room in italy and we were like and i remember i called my aunt and was like i just got a free room in italy 
Like that's <laughs> dope. And then I woke up from that one. Um, but the memorable, the most memorable <laughs> dream I've had is probably, well, there's my first lucid dream, which we didn't even talk about lucid dreaming. Oh yeah. Um, we, we still technically have a ton to go through, but we can talk about, we can uh, discuss after this. So uh, my first, so my first lucid dream was, uh, do you guys know the big alien, uh, t- uh, like, tentacle-looking things from uh, War of the Worlds, the movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So imagine yeah, that, but, but made out of wood. Um, I was, like, in... This was after I'd watched War of the Worlds, um, where, so one of those things was made out of wood, and, like, it's beam that disintegrates people but leaves clothing behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like shooting that beam and I somehow climbed on up to it and was like right by its like quote unquote eye or whatever. Um, And I was I remember being like, you can't hurt me. You can't hurt me because this is all a dream. And then I um, I think I like flew around it and then woke up. Um, Oh, my God. So That one was pretty memorable. And then there was another one where um, I live right next door to a graveyard. Um, And so. In the instead of the graveyard, it was a hedge maze, and um, it was like all foggy and stuff. And I remember going through this hedge maze, and and, and at the end was a um, this woman in armor, like a knight's armor, um, who I was like, "Hello," and she was like, "Are you gonna kiss me or what?" And I was like, "What?" And then I woke up because I got really like scared or nervous or something. <laughs> um, yeah, that's wow. so like Joan of Arc. Yeah, yeah. The only the only nightmare I really remember is I was um, tubing, like at a at a at like a big old people know what like tubing places like at a ski area or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was tubing, and um, I launched off a off a jump, and I just kept going, <laughs> and then I landed by a fence, and I couldn't move, and then there was this dude on the other side of the fence who like stuck his arms through and like grabbed me and tried to like pull me through the fence. Ooh. Um, yeah, I have no idea what it was. Um, and then, and then I woke up immediately after that. Sometimes nightmares, sometimes they feel way scarier than like they are when you describe them too. Yeah. Yeah. Like that doesn't, it's like, it's like, Oh, what a weird situation. But like, I was terrified. And then I've had a lot of dreams where I was trying to run from zombies and couldn't. All right, like sure. Was, I've had some. I've, I've had versions of that, not zombies specifically, but like but yeah, you wolves get stuck, and shit. Like you My version of run. that was the re- yeah, the yeah. silly rabbit and reptar. Ooh, wow. So that's that's our dreams and nightmares. I hope you guys enjoyed <laughs> listening to those <laughs> crazy our nightmares. You listen to the craziness that is our brains at night. Our ambitions, um, yes. our fears. Now. There is a lot more to talk about with dreams, such as, you know, lucid dreaming, recurring dreams, some interesting things about nightmares, uh, dream recall, and also like animals and and what what animals dream about, you know. So we're going to talk about uh, more of this stuff. We're going to dive even deeper into some of these topics in our next bonus episode about inception bonus because we're actually doing kind of a bonus up theme that that goes along with our uh this episode yeah so make Uh, sure to where can they find the bonus app 
Yeah, Brent, where can they where can they find the bonus app? <laughs> Brent, Bobby's just talking. Yeah, about. I'm passing it on to Brent. Yeah, they can find that bonus episode about Inception and Extended Dreams conversation on our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash brain boggled. So check that out there. Our Brain Boggle podcast, I should say. Excusez-moi, Brain Boggle podcast is where you find that. That link is also in all of our show notes. So if you ever listen to the pod and just click the little description thing below, you can find a link to that there. Now, if you're listening to that, check. If you're listening to this on May 19th, it's not out yet, right? The bonus app. Yes, it's probably be like sometime. This is going to come out on the 20th. May 20th. Oopsie. Yes. Yeah. So, so it won't be out yet. It'll be coming out later in the say the next week. Yeah, it's gonna be coming sometime. out. So uh so stay tuned for that. And for as little as one buckaroo, you can totally check out that episode along with all our other bonus episodes. That's right, there are more bonus episodes. Wait, there are bonus episodes. I think I was sleep yeah, talking yeah, through those. I don't remember them. Mainly about <laughs> Star Wars. I think we have three episodes about Star Wars. Two. Uh, two. Two about Star Wars. We got one about... Uh, Interstellar. Uh, Interstellar. We got one about the Joker or Joker. Oh, yeah, we uh, We got one about just uh, an extended uh, talk about the Zodiac murderer in the Zodiac episode. So we got, we got a handful yeah. of episodes up there for you to... Uh, to go for your listening pleasure yeah and we actually have a one buck to hear it and we actually have a free bonus app out on our pod right now which is one of our star wars episodes you can go check oh, that yeah, out too to, if right. you want to get a taste of it muy epic i've been saying muy epic a ton recently i thought it was muy you epic sure have. you said it on the last pod <laughs> i did you did <laughs> i've been yeah, saying sure it did. all the time i've been saying it all the time i don't know and why. you've been texting us it too it's just my new thing. It's my well. It's because I've been saying epic recently, and so I think I, I started out by saying epic ironically, but now I think, but now I think I say it unironically. Um, right. So now I have to say muy epic or muy epico, so people know that I'm like, so people know that I'm like joking. Oh, it's yeah. like when me and Bobby started originally saying bruh. As a joke to make fun of some in- to make fun of some interns we had who like showed us some video where they were like, "Oh, this is really funny, right?" And it was just like, bah, 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 bah. and we we're like, "What? Bruh. That's not funny." And so we started saying it ironic, and now we just literally say it constantly, and it's, it's like, there's no joke anymore. It's the number one word we say during the day. Like, yeah, honestly, we in this, you could almost say we got incepted there. Oh by yeah, these interns. Oh yeah, oh. which <laughs> I, well, I mean, we'll talk about this. But I recently found out what Inception actually is. I thought it was just a word. I didn't Ooh. think it meant any. I mean, I knew it, I knew it means like the start of something. Mm. Um, but like in the context of the movie, um, it means something very specific. Yeah, and we'll probably get we'll, into that on that bonus we'll episode. We'll have to find yeah, out. We'll talk about it. I feel like now All right. in the morning when me and Brent like get to work, like we don't even have to say hi anymore. We just go, Bruh. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So also one last shout out. I want to shout out our website, which has a shop on it where you can buy brain boggled merch. It's actually really cool. You can get a mug or some shirts. Yeah. Go check it out. And uh, I was thinking about getting maybe a brain boggled sweater myself. I don't know. My dad. Yeah, yesterday, not yesterday. The other day. Maybe it was just a few days ago. Sometime. I always do this where it doesn't actually matter in the past. <laughs> Um, my dad was wearing his exclusive $25 patron, uh, specifically cassette. the shirt I am not allowed to have. Brent's yeah. not allowed to have it. It's dope. <laughs> it is a fair warning. If you think, if you are thinking about becoming a $25 patron, first off, thank you so much. Like that is mm. huge. Um, yeah, damn, man. second off, it is very purple. 
It is way more purple than it looks. It's like almost. It's like lavender. You gotta send like, me I a even, pic. I like. I like wouldn't even call it pink. It's very much lavender. It's still on brand because we got purple in our branding still. I gotta I fix that um, ish. Yeah. Um. I think it may be because the uh, like wherever we are printing the shirts from doesn't have like a good pink color. Right. That could maybe be it. it does, and we just picked it. But it is slightly purple. But my dad also did say he was like, "Oh, if this if this was more pink, I wouldn't wear it." But I'm oh. sure he was joking. I think he was. Joking. No, it's just manly anyway. enough for you, people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but thanks cool. for listening to us talk about dreams all for you like two hours. There. I hope my audio is not all messed up. Now Brent has to go hey, hey. wait for us to upload it and then go edit this tonight. Oh, yeah, or then, tomorrow. Yeah, I know. The past couple weeks, we've past couple weeks we've been literally recording this the day before it comes out. So I've had some long editing sessions. So. I know. Well, who's next? Brent's well, a trooper. Is, okay, wait. It's me. Well, let's finish. It's me. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, wrap this up. Brent's next. <laughs> Um, thanks for listening. We really appreciate you guys. Thank you to all of our patrons. I feel like we don't thank our patrons enough on the main no, we pod, don't. but thank you to all our yeah. patrons. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. And thank you to the people, too, who have been leaving some more five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Keep yes. that up. Anyone who's listening on Apple Podcasts hasn't done it yet, get that five stars in, because it helps us get seen. So thank you so much for that, thank too. Thank you. All thank right, guys. You. All right, guys. Love we love you. you. All right, you'll hear from us next week. Sweet dreams. Bye. <laughs>